Welcome to Finding My Joy Podcast. I'm Tyler Garrett, and this episode is Celebrate. What is up, beautiful people? Today I'm going to get into some more personal information about myself and this is kind of a topic that not a lot of people talk about openly maybe you talk to your homies or your best girlfriends or guy friends however you whoever you talk to about really secretive things um i'm sharing some of those things with you all today in hopes that someone learns a lesson from it it's about um just like my sexual life and some of the things that I faced in my years since I've lost my virginity. Um, I ask that you don't judge or you come into this episode with, uh, what's the word? Just with an open mind, that's the word. <laughs> um, everybody takes things differently and everybody goes through things differently and a lot of us it takes a really long time to learn certain lessons and um I've kind of been a slave to sin in this realm of my life and it I think it's had a large impact on a lot of things within my life and um God has really been honing in on me to fix this area of my life so I'm going to share this with you all I hope you get something out of this and I hope you just keep an open mind like I said before okay before we jump all the way into this um I do want (laughs) to add another little disclaimer to like family and friends um mostly family this is going to be really private stuff that you all um don't know about me and probably I don't know if it'll taint your vision of the angel (laughs) that um you know me as not really the angel but I was just being funny but it'll possibly taint that innocent view of me that you have of me since I'm the baby of the family that's kind of like an image that I've um kept throughout the family that's just part of my um I don't even know that's just what you guys think of me sometimes or what you suggest about me but Lord knows I'm not innocent, (laughs) Um, and this episode is going to get into some of those things that you all don't know about me, and I hope um, it doesn't change your view of me, and hopefully as a family we get closer and can connect better. Okay, so as many of you know, and if you don't know, I'm 29 years old. And I lost my virginity when I was 15. I lost my virginity to a guy that I met um, in Tallahassee, Florida. And that's probably way too much detail. Anyway, (laughs) 
uh, I lost it to a guy that I hadn't known for long. We were dating or whatever, uh, but it was I'm serious. Like it was not that long, probably a couple weeks, and I lost my virginity in the back of his car because of my mine and his living situation. And I lost my virginity because I just wanted to get rid of it. I was tired of carrying that title of a virgin around, honestly. And I just wanted to see what it was like. My friends were losing their virginity and it just felt like the thing to do. And so there you go. That's how I lost my virginity. Bear with me because this is like really... This stuff is personal and a lot of it I have um haven't really dealt with fully so sometimes I'm still embarrassed by some of the things that I say even though it's my experience um and I was the one put myself in the situations it's still um hard to say so there's going to be a lot of those moments and a lot of pauses and um like I said, just bear with me. Continue to bear with me. Um, so over the years, um, I have had a lot of sex. And not just with a few guys. I have a large number of men that I've slept with. And uh, this is so sad. Um <laughs> I've had a large number, so let's just say I'm experienced in um, this subject. And I began to, I've begun to realize how much um, how lonely and how attached I get to someone after a sexual encounter. Now, I'll be honest, I wasn't just going around um, sleeping with people because I um, just wanted to sleep with people. There was like a need, I guess, to feel validated or even after a while I started um, telling myself that like this is just something that has to happen. Like you have to, if a guy wants to sleep with you, you sleep with them, you know. Um, Maybe you don't know, uh, but this is just how I thought of things and um I just there were a lot of things like my mindset over time just started to change the more sex that I had the more um my thought process would change so like I said I thought um I thought that I had to and like like it was a requirement in order for a guy to stay with you or I just would have sex just because I needed to be validated in some way. And then there was even like a time frame where my opinion completely changed. And I started thinking that, well, hey, I want to see what it's like with the guy. I don't want to get stuck being married to someone who won't be able to fulfill me in bed. Like things like that. And my mindset shifted so much and so often. Um that I made whatever excuse to get through all the different stages of my sexual life where my number 
just continuously rose and I um I'm being hella dramatic but where my number just kept rising and um I just stopped caring and taking account of and I just continued to follow these patterns of meeting someone and wanting to be with them and so I would sleep with them because of the expectation that I felt was in the world today and in the end it just has all really made me feel more lonely um and uh, it's made me crave like a relationship with someone quicker even when that person um, may not be right for me and I know they're not right for me but once we would have sex I would justify all the reasons that it could work out and I would think of all the things that I could put up with even though I know I didn't want to deal with just because I wanted something with someone so bad you know and I would trick my mind at times too to not even to just be blind to all of the signs telling me I don't need to be with that person or I shouldn't be giving myself to that person (laughs) it's just when you have sex with someone especially as a woman you're like you're letting that person insert themselves into you and you end up creating I'm reading a book about this now you end up creating these soul ties with all these people that you sleep with and you take in so much of their energy and everything that they're going through you take all of that into you and sometimes it doesn't turn into exact exactly what they are going through but it can affect you in negative ways for example like i um it made me become like a really jealous person and i have so much self doubt that i didn't have when i was younger i've become a lot more self conscious and the list could go on for days and I'm not blaming the people that I slept with for these negative impacts or these outcomes because it's not just their fault, you know, and it's not really rephrase. It's not really anyone's fault. It's you don't sleep with someone saying in your head, like, Oh, Hey, all right, let me sleep with this girl so I can pass on all this negative energy to her. Like, no one, I hope no one does that. And so I'm not blaming them for sleeping with me. And society has made this, like, a standard. So I'm sure people weren't doing it on purpose. But the reason these negative things, I feel like these negative things have developed out of all of these sexual encounters is because these men weren't the men that were meant for me and I shouldn't have been connecting my soul with them and I think that's why I've come up all these issues 
have arisen from all of this uh, premarital sex. And so I bring all of this up because I don't know if you guessed it from the title um, of this episode, which is called Celebrate. I have recently committed to a vow of celibacy. And this came about because of a lot of stuff happening in my life um, recently and just with my drive to get closer to God. um, I have been, I don't know um, if you, if any of you that follow me have noticed, but I've really been honing in and like, Really, really trying to develop, there we go with the trying, really been developing a deeper relationship with God and showing my love for God a lot more. And I've been working on hearing him better and being able to better discern what his messages are. And I've had a couple scenarios recently where God was testing me with my sexual life and I've I failed every time. But what made it worse these last few times opposed to back in the day, I knew that he was telling me not to do this. And I did it anyway. Um, And I knew he was telling me not to because it was in all the scriptures that I would read. It was in every sermon that was coming up and it was in songs it was in books it was in conversations it was just popping up everywhere that he wanted me to stop all this sexual immorality and I was ignoring it and it was crazy that these tests came up the way that they did um because it seemed like they would happen after God was showing me again not to do it and then I would do it anyway. And um, it finally hit me like, you know it's wrong. And you know he's been telling you it's wrong. You don't know how much longer or how many more tests he's going to give you before he gives up on you, you know. And so I finally took the vow to be celibate. So if you don't know what celibacy is, Celibacy is waiting for marriage to have before having sex. Well, let me say that better. Celibacy is not abstinence because abstinence, you would wait until you um, got married. You would abstain from having sex altogether. But since I've already had sex, um, I can't say I'm abstinent because I'm not a virgin. So, <laughs> um With celibacy, you wait for, you stop having sex until you get married. If that's the best definition I got for you. (laughs) Um, So I have committed to this and it's just, it just, I think I'm on like maybe a month with this vow and I, um, reached out to the guys that I was talking to and explained this to them and 
Um, they seemed to be cool with it. Uh, of course, initially, they seemed to be cool with it. And then through further conversation, I could see that they still wanted, um, wanted to just have sex, you know. And I recently broke this commitment um, just in one night. And I honestly, I felt, I felt wrong afterwards. And I felt hella lonely. And I started thinking of like other ways to twist this, twist God's words around and the Bible and the signs that God gave me around to make, to allow myself room to have sex before marriage again. And I was only doing this because I was willing to force something. Let me retract. So after that night, I explained to the guy that, um, that I was honest, that I was serious about my commitment to celibacy. And since we broke that, I wanted to know, um, if he respected that or not. And, um, he was honest and said that he doesn't have room for time or energy for anything other than sex. So that is what broke me in a sense. And it made, that's where I started thinking like, well, maybe I'll just, um, agree to it and maybe eventually we can be together in some form or whatever. And that was like completely stupid. And this was just a few days ago, but when God is working in your life and you can really start hearing God, he works quickly and you hear him like right away. That was me trying to snap. I can't really snap. So it just sounds like, yeah, it sounds like trash. Anyway, (laughs) um, That night, though, reaffirmed for me that I really need to commit to this celibacy thing and that I need to, um, that I have a lot of other work to do within myself. Uh, I have to get down to the root, I had to get down to the root of like why I'm so dependent on sex, which is what, what I was explaining to you all before and I had to get down to the root of what things would allow me to have sex or what things would make me mess up in my commitment and it's some of the issues I was having which is why we ended up having sex that night most recently is just A lot of it's conversation and then situations where if you're going to somebody's house and like spending the night in their bed, like those are obviously easy opportunities to start having sex in a sense. And so I think um, I need to be smarter about the situations that I allow myself into. And this is just, these are just my issues. And 
like foreplay, things like that. Like I had to battle with myself, like, okay, is it okay to have a little foreplay then, you know, or just touch on each other and things like that. And honestly, that's not good for me because that all those things lead to me having sex. And um, so I need to avoid those scenarios. Uh, I'm kind of all over the place because I'm just speaking about everything that's kind of gone on in my head in these past few weeks and what I'm learning. So I'm sorry if I'm confusing you guys or getting uh, convoluted or if the message is getting convoluted. Um, But... uh, Another crazy thing that happened. So after that night with the guy where I messed up on my commitment to celibacy, I had, I immediately got tested a couple of times. Um, I had one guy uh, message me and was like that he only wanted me, some guy that I had used to talk to a while ago um like like a year or so ago well it would have had to been it was before my ex so it was like two years ago and um so he was like hitting me up talking about sexual things and I was upfront about my celibacy commitment because I didn't want to break it anymore and he was like just kind of pressuring like well can you do other things and I'm guessing talking about like oral sex and like the foreplay things and I was like nah I'm good um and then I had another guy um this actually happened before I broke um my commitment first broke my commitment um but this guy like sends me a message letting me know that he had a dream about me and apparently This also was someone I was talking to before my last relationship. um, Telling me that he had a dream about me and how it was a sexual dream and how he missed uh, all these things about me. And he went on to describe all the things that he missed about me and my physical appearance and my um, physical just my body, and um, back in the day, I guess those were things that would make me fall for, like, sleeping with a guy because of my need to be validated, Um, but I explained to him that I was, I committed to celibacy, and um, I said, I know it's strange coming from someone like me because of the type of sexual life that I've had. And um, I explained that I was just trying to develop a deeper relationship with God. And he, long story short, he's like, okay, well, good luck with that. Um, And then added in that he had attempted to be celibate before and um, that it just doesn't work and that communication is the reason it doesn't work. 
And I was like, well, I've been open with my communication. And I explained that everybody goes through things differently. And um, I can't can't remember the exact message because this is all through um, DM. (laughs) And I was like, everyone goes gets through things differently and basically just still staying on to my commitment. And that kind of bothered me at first that he, because of his experience, he tried to degrade my experience or I felt maybe because I rejected his um, attempt to have sex that uh, he felt he had to degrade my commitment I don't know whatever it made me feel some type of way at first and then I realized that everyone is different and I know this is what God is telling me and that I just have to keep pushing for it and keep going through it and there and I learned that there are going to be mishaps and I'm gonna fail in some ways until I learn the right way and I'm just I'm willing to go through what I have to to continue this journey um I wanted to I I want to backtrack a bit because I forgot to mention this and um I think it kind of explains some other things with why I have a large number um, and a lot of my misunderstanding and um, yeah why I cannot think of the word to save my life but this situation to this day has me confused and I've only talked about it with a couple people before And I know everyone's going to have their opinion of it and to each their own. But this was my situation and um, like I said, I still really have mixed feelings about it. I don't know what to call it. (laughs) So when I was younger, when I was 19, um, me and my sister had an apartment and like her friends, her boyfriend's friends would come over and there was one of them that I thought was really attractive that I was into but um when I was younger I was a lot more shy than I am now super 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 shy actually and um very naive I think that was the word I was looking for earlier um okay but back to the story so this guy would come over all the time, and I liked him, and I'm positive he knew that I liked him. And so one night, I was watching TV in my room, and I had the door open, and then he, uh, I guess, stopped by my door to speak to me, and then um, I allowed him to come watch TV with me. And then we laid on the bed, and laid on my bed, but we were just like... um cuddled up like I guess spooning is a term we use and um so I went off to sleep and I I I don't know if he ever went to sleep a lot of this situation is still 
kind of hazy because I tried to forget it. Um, but I woke up uh, with him trying to insert himself inside of me and I wasn't ready to go that step with him yet and or I just wasn't ready honestly and I didn't this like low-key kind of embarrassing um but I didn't I know all I knew was that I didn't want to have sex I didn't um, invite him in my room for us to have sex, you know, and that can be misconstrued. And a lot of people would think, well, maybe that is, well, may think that that was an invitation, but that was not my intention. Um, and so I went along with it because I felt, I felt like because I allowed the situation, I felt like something I did made him have have it in his head that that was that I was giving him the go ahead to have sex with me, and so um, that happened. And then so we had sex, but it wasn't like you know what? This is so crazy right now. We had sex, and I didn't want to have sex, but I went along with it because I thought I gave him that impression and that I thought that I had to. And so I told my sister about it, and um, so this was, like, the first time that I ever thought of it in this way. My sister went off. I told y'all my sister's a ride or die, and... um, she went off and she was yelling at him and telling him that he raped me. And that's the part that I still have a hard time. Uh, that's the part that I have a hard time figuring out because I don't, I don't know if I allowed it to continue. I was aware when it started. Well, I wasn't aware when it did when it started but I was aware throughout the process so and I invited him in my room and I got close to him like that because we were spooning but let me go back and clarify something we were fully clothed what I woke up to was him trying to pull my underwear down um with his stuff already out so uh, I apologize. So I don't know. So maybe I was right, maybe not. I don't know. That's what my sister calls it. And so that was just kind of just another situation to explain how um, how uh messed up I was in the head when it came to this subject and from then on it's kind of why I said earlier how I felt like at times like that 
that I had to have sex. Like, that was a thing. Like, if you're flirting with the guy and you're showing him interest, like, sex is is inevitable. Sex should happen. And I, I don't... <laughs> I don't believe that now, but I can see how, um, look, I'm clearly I'm still a mess and I'm still convoluted in my own head about this whole thing about sex before marriage. But what I do know is, uh, God told me not to <laughs> do it anymore, and that's what I'm sticking to. Because clearly, there are a lot of things that I still need to figure out and um, get down to the root of to fix in my life with with this topic in general. In general, so um, just some other like I'm just kind of breaking down like everything and I'm just being honest about a lot of stuff um it's just kind of like a I like have uh what do you call it diarrhea of the mouth right now um and if I'm being honest with myself I've never fully been satisfied in bed and I'm not saying this to like crush anybody's ego or um to make, I'm not saying this to make anyone feel bad or to crush anyone's ego. Let's just get keep it at that. I mean, there were times that I did get some type of relief out of sex, but honestly, all that really mattered to me with sex was making sure that the other person involved, the guy involved, was satisfied and happy. And that, I think, is what appealed to me with sex a lot was how much the guy I was with was enjoying it. And it would make me feel accomplished in some way. Um, But in retrospect now, thinking about it, I was just digging a bigger hole into my self-esteem and pretty much at the same time creating a larger dependency for validation from men. I just kept making that grow. Um, Just some other weird, terrible things that kind of happened throughout my sexual history is um, I had been on birth control since I was 14, prior to me having sex, I was on, if I remember correctly, it was 14 or 15, but it was prior to me having sex, it was because of, and everybody grow up, because I'm about to say something that people think is weird for women to talk about, but I had irregular periods, and so I was taking birth control to help regulate my period, and um Then, as I got older, I, of course, was continuing to take it because I was having sex and I didn't want to have kids, you know. Um, But, like, like maybe six months 
ago or longer. I think it was actually longer. I stopped taking birth control um, because I knew I wanted to have a family. And I I still kind of think this is true. So um, this is why I'm still not taking it. I thought that birth control and um, those plan B pills were making my body like uh, I felt like they were doing stuff to my body to make it where I would never be able to give birth. Eventually, I felt like after all this time, it was going to stop me from being able to conceive. And um, so that was why I stopped. And um, another sad thing is that I, I kind of briefly touched on it just now as I used to take the plan B pills and that oh that frustrates me because it, to me it's kind of the same as it's the same as abortion so maybe I had been pregnant before and I just don't know um because I took one of those pills um cuz you're supposed to take them within I think it's 72 hours or 48 hours after you have unprotected sex um you can look it up if it's a couple of days after and um so who knows what I stopped how many if I had stopped any childbirths from happening um but those pills like would make me feel so horrible afterwards. I hated taking them. And I hated the fact that a guy would release inside of me and I'm the one who has to take this pill and go through this pain and sickness all because of a decision that we made together. So that used to... um, that used to bother me but actually we were both we were both wrong and if I didn't want to be faced with those scenarios I shouldn't have been having unprotected sex point blank period um wow okay so I'm literally all over the place I just want to just kind of sum things up sex is is and can be complicated and it can have so many different effects on your life that you don't even realize and I'm not telling you all my story to force anyone to feel like they need to be celibate or um just to change anyone's opinion I just sharing my story because this is what I've gone through and maybe someone else is in a similar place than as me and can relate to me in some way. And maybe this is the message that God wants me to share with them. Maybe this is their last word from God to listen to him and to be celibate. And if that's the case, um, I thank God <laughs> 
for allowing me to be a vessel to share this information with you all and to help you reach that level. But I also just hope it allows you all to think about your sex lives differently and kind of evaluate some things that are happening in your life uh, that may be caused from just the way your sexual life is and hopefully it'll get hopefully this conversation will help you get to the root of whatever those issues are and hopefully you can make better decisions um from this moment forward uh one thing i will add is that uh, this commitment to celibacy my commitment to celibacy has forced me to be better with my communication, but it's also helped me quickly weed out people that I'm not meant to be with. Instead of wasting all this time with someone um, just to find out that they weren't meant to be and to go through more heartache and pain and stuff like that, it's uh really shortened that for me because like the situations with the like I told you I was talking to some guys and um immediately this was within a month or so I determined that we just needed to we weren't meant to be talking (laughs) and it saved me heartache in the future so uh gonna kind of break this off in a bittersweet way. This is actually going to be my last episode. I know it was very convoluted and very I guess raw in a sense um but it's my journey, and I wanted to share it with you all, but I also feel that. My journey with the podcast has reached its final stages, and I think it's been drawing near that for a while now. Um, There's a lot of things that I need to really focus on right now, and this has been hard to keep up with. Um, Like, I'm continuing to transform, and every day I'm working harder to become the person God intended me to be. And so I really just think right now it's time for me to close this chapter so I can focus on what God has for me. I promise I will continue to encourage and will always be available at on all my social media. I won't be deleting my um, podcast pages and I'll still have my podcast email, which is finding my joy. And that's joy spelled with an I at yahoo.com for anyone who just wants to talk or needs advice or encouragement. Um, shoot, who knows, maybe, maybe in the future, I'll come back with another episode or a new podcast or some new format in the future. But really right now, I just, I need this time off and this official break. Uh, but I do appreciate every one of you who's taken this journey with me and I love you all. And I pray that you continue to grow closer to God and that you continue to transform into the best versions of yourself. Thank you all again.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, God, for allowing me to be in, to use this podcast as an outlet, but also to get closer to people and to help out people in whatever way I'm going to be able to help them out. I'm not sure who I've helped out yet, but I, I pray it's helping you all and hope, hoping it helps someone else in the future. Uh, but again, thank you all. Now, go find your joy. That was a kiss, by the way. <laughs>